Welcome to the Endorse Podcast. I am your host, Asher Korn. This project was created at the height of social distancing to give a voice to local artists and bands to share their stories in their own words and to find ways we can all continue to help support each other. All artists featured on this podcast submitted a sample of their music and a small bio about themselves. On this episode, I interview The Sickly Hex, an old school punk rock band with modern sensibility. They submitted a total of five tracks for this episode. Drop-Off Records calls them, quote, a couple of fried amps worth of guitar tropes and distortion laced with hopeless stoner loner incantations sunk through melodies in the selfish, mostly monosyllabic vocabulary of rock and roll, with a hard-on-the-sleeve vocabulary that feels more insular, self-contained, and unsettling, end quote. The Sickly Hex share their story of going underground, postponing a record, fears from the pandemic, and being placed on hiatus. Coming up next is Waste by The Sickly Hex, followed by an interview with Ray, Zach, Nick, and Stevie Heck, who share more about this story in their own words. Just tell me what I want with you.
Zach Heck. Nick Heck. I am Ray Heck. I'm Stevie Heck. And we are the sickly Heck. I'm so hoping we'd all sing it together. Yeah. Okay. I, I can count from three. You gotta yeah, work on that. All right. Like that. Who are you on three? One, two, three. The sickly Heck. <laughs> we also didn't clear up if we were saying it on three or if it was like one two three shoot you know okay um one two three shoot ready (laughs) one two three shoot the The sickly hacks all right so we play music and it's i would say somewhat punkish and somewhat post-punkish our music is like if beethoven wasn't a total nerd (laughs) yeah that about sums it up yeah do you want to talk a little bit about the music you submitted there are five songs in the form there's lost lighter blues (laughs) which is censored there's waste which is censored defeated which is censored primitive which is censored and time for you which is not I'm kidding, it is censored. So we're bad boys. Yeah, we're just just like kind of rebels, you know, just like really, really rebellious. We like to use swears a lot. It's like sometimes your parents are like, don't use swear words, but we're like, whatever, you know? <laughs> but then you get older and you, you can swear around your parents and then it's weird. Yeah. It doesn't feel as good anymore to swear even, but you do it anyway. Yeah, yeah you don't even realize you're doing it at that point like any other addiction <laughs> but then sometimes when your mom says like hey f- you you're like whoa mom anybody else Too have far. that experience uh, Ray, would uh, you care to, we speak to, to talk any about of the songs, songs? <laughs> we forget yeah, to talk yeah. about the song lost lighter blues it's a song about losing your lighter it's fun somewhere in between like the knots in my boot my lighter that was a good time uh primitive is a is a fun song it's just kind of a pop song you know it's all based around the same hook essentially but
I was trying to flirt with this girl I had a crush on, and I wasn't doing too well. And then I started vomiting in her sink. And then the next day, I started writing it. Defeated is about walking home while really hungover and just feeling like a piece of shit. these songs were kind of written in the same time frame they're mostly just about feeling like a piece of trash that's fair enough uh, it speaks to the human condition yeah um are these all from the same album at all or yeah all those ones are from the go to heck ep which was recorded a couple years ago but then we had to go back and censor things because we wanted to send them to radio stations and there's curse words in some of the songs so we had to edit them out and a lot of the tracks we just had like the final mixed version so we couldn't go back and like necessarily edit out the like just the vocal track and put a bleep or or like remove the swear word in the vocal track So we actually we actually thought it would be funny if we just had, you know, the the really classic like bleep like over top of the entire track during turned the, out to be pretty disruptive in many cases. Yeah, but it's also kind of funny, I think. Um, yeah. I think listening to I want to talk to you is is basically unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the the main hook of the song has the F word in there. So shifting gears here just a little bit, can you talk about how the sickly hex have been impacted by everything that's going on with the virus, like social distancing wise? We had a a show booked down at the Larimer Lounge and we had to cancel that one. That was with Plasma Canvas and was kind of a St. Patrick's Day type show, which it was was kind of funny. Yeah, we played at the Larimer Lounge like a week before that. And, you know, obviously coronavirus was a thing, but it hadn't quite progressed to the point where, you know, all the shows and tours and everything were being canceled. So we played there like a week before. It was fine, but obviously it wasn't fine because... The coronavirus was just 
spreading around everywhere. That was also like a testament to how quickly a lot of this evolved for everyone. I feel like it was the difference of a week and a half probably where everyone had to realize to shape up and stay home. Zach and I play in another band called Safekeeper. Shout out Safekeeper. We were actually planning a tour for the end of March. And it was like right around that same time, you know, Zach and I were sitting there like, you know, we might have to cancel this tour. You know, we really started to see shows get canceled and places shut down and people were really starting to take it seriously, which is, you know, a good thing. I mean, it's too bad that it wasn't happening quicker or sooner than that but yeah i mean so we had to cancel our tour as well the sickly hex were actually supposed to start recording our new album the week of uh spring break and we had to cancel all that because none of us lived together and so we didn't want to be coming into each other's houses to record the album we had planned on pretty much having at least the drums and guitars and vocals recorded spring break week and we had to cancel all of that so we we haven't even gotten started on the album yet it hurts it hurts it's unfortunate that we weren't able to record or start recording at least some of the tracks because we could have been sitting on them, you know, this entire time and mixing them yeah. and adding stuff like that. Holding uh, them to perfection. I think Instead, I just have to do homework. <laughs> been there. Not to give away too much, but what can we expect for the future album? I think a lot of the songs are a little more complex, maybe a little more grown up from what we've made before but definitely not too grown up some of them are still just kind of dumb and fun but uh, yeah definitely more collaborative songwriting it's more complex structures they're all way longer that's for sure just in terms of actual <laughs> length yeah we went from like two to three minute average to about like six when we got like 11 tracks so it's gonna be kind of a long album I'm really excited for it to come out because I think the Silver Tongue EP, which Ray did on his own, and then the Go to Heck EP and Baphomet's Baby, which was Raymond and Nick, you know, were both phenomenal recordings. And that's, you know, essentially what introduced me to the Hex songs. I really appreciate the playfulness of them and the humor, but it's still like there's angst there and there's anger and sadness and and everything like that. But I, I really feel like on the new album uh, or the new songs, it's like the next level of really exploring all of these feelings and songwriting and everything like that. It's a testament to Raymond and, and Nick's sort of development as songwriters and as people well said chief well said and then you throw zach visconti in there who's you know mr safekeeper has a bunch of songwriting experience as well you've got yourself a real okay computer you know masterpiece album yeah this is going to be our okay computer if that helps yeah i feel kind of bad for zach just because he joined the band like two <laughs> weeks before this happened you know <laughs> we got we get to play one show with you? Is that right? Yep, that one Larimer Lounge show. That was, and it was super <laughs> sick. And I was like, yeah. And then you guys officially asked me if I wanted to be in the band. And it was like such a momentous show, only to be really anticlimactic for a little while. After yeah. that. 
Yeah, obviously there's way worse things happening across the globe. And even here in Colorado, people are dying from coronavirus. People are getting extremely sick. People are losing out on income. People aren't able to leave their homes. For us, I think like playing music with each other, whether it's in our rehearsal space or recording or playing live shows is really, for for me, what is you know, one of the most enjoyable things that I do in my life. And so it is unfortunate, I think, for us. We kind of put shows on hold for a while to work on writing a lot of songs for this new album. And we're really excited about recording it and then playing the new songs at shows and everything just sort of got put on hold. We've been trying to figure out how we can maintain momentum in other ways, whether it's video chatting with each other, working on merchandise or scoping out artists for merchandise or the new album and stuff like that. And just trying to figure out ways that we can keep the momentum going. So what are ways that we as a community can continue to support the Sickly Hex? I think just supporting your artist friends is pretty essential you know if they're selling stuff and you have the money to support them it's a pretty cool thing to do i mean you know obviously you know you get some cool art out of it but you know it's hard times for for a lot of people especially a lot of people in the the arts and and music and whatnot goes a long way yeah and i mean i think it's also worth saying that it's going to be really tempting for people to start returning to their normal lives. You know, I think that statewide, some of the closures are going to start lifting and businesses are going to start opening up again. People are getting kind of tired of staying home and not being able to just do whatever they want. So I think it's going to be tempting for people to go outside and to start interacting with their friends and going to restaurants and going to bars and going to shows and stuff like that. But I mean, we really have to think about long-term scope of this and realize a second or a third wave could be a lot worse than this first wave and a lot more lives could be lost and just keep that in mind. Yeah, I think that's something that definitely just as the thing is phasing out just to like take into consideration like the vulnerable peoples of our population and how they will be affected by I mean even any of us starting to live a little more carelessly we should probably focus internally on figuring out how we can sustainably protect those people by staying in as much as possible and I think there's a lot of good online resources for many artists and many bands if anyone was to look on the band camp of an artist that they like, it could be worthwhile for that particular artist. Where can our audience find you if they're interested in checking out your albums and EPs? Spotify, YouTube, MySpace, I believe. Yeah. AOL Instant Messenger. Apple Music. It's a big one for us. Yeah, I Apple think we music. have some music on Bandcamp as well. So yeah, Spotify, Apple yeah, Music, like one YouTube, Bandcamp. And then Raymond's actually been making some really cool music videos with just a lot of footage that's out there and throwing yes, some lyrics on it. Stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then hopefully now that we have censored versions of our songs and they are in the possession of KCSU. Hopefully you can hear some of our music live on KCSU at some point. Y'all came in for a live in studio right before everything 
happens too. Shout out to our boy, who is it? Andy, the guy at the loading dock. Andy at CSU. Oh yeah. Andy, facilities, facilities department at CSU. That dude deserves an award. Yeah. We were really hoping he'd be there when we were done with our in-studio so we could, you know, maybe grab a beer with him or something, but it didn't happen. Well, and shout out Andy. Disclaimer, cool guy. Andy did not tell us, he did not give us permission to use the cargo elevator. That was a decision that I made and I stand yeah. by that decision. Yeah, it was worth it. It was very spooky in there. Yeah, Zach and I thought we might die. That's a whole adventure. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so it was just kind of like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it was a lot like Scooby-Doo. And then afterwards, we there was a TED Talk going on that day, and there was food available that we heard about. But unfortunately, all the food was cleaned up by the time we had finished our in-studio. So we maybe kind of were hunting around in some hallways that I think were secure areas, but we may have just taken a wrong turn and gotten lost and somehow ended up in them. And we like, may have been on the lookout for food, but we actually didn't find any other than a plate of crackers, which Nick was too much of a chicken to go get. It's true. Hey, he's just standing by his morals. <laughs> Wait, why did Nick have to get them? That's just what we decided. <laughs> even more charismatic. Well, in that situation, he was. He was demanding that <laughs> Nick go get the crackers, and Nick said no. So you got to appreciate a man with morals. There you go. I just have one last question for all of you. Any Shout last words? <laughs> Shout out, Mike. Every, every Mike. Shout out, every Mike. Shout out to everyone named Mike out there. Nash, it's up to you to decide which mics deserve to be shouted out. Shout out to you, Asher, and shout out to everybody at KCSU. Thanks for having us, and thanks for having us in the in studio and doing this interview and everything else. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. And shout out to all the other local musicians and artists and everybody in the service industry and everybody not in the service industry. We hope everybody's being safe and we hope everybody can get through this difficult time and not feel like they need to be spending it like being super creative or learning a new skill or anything like that. That's a silly thing to think, but shout out to everybody. Mm. Free take Yeah. Nick and Ray and Zach, and I can't wait to play music with y'all again. This is stupid how long it's been, and I miss y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to get together, drink a little OGD. going to be a great time. True that. Thank you for listening to the Indoors Podcast. I want to give a huge thank you to Ray, Nick, Zach, and Stevie Heck for joining me on this episode. The Sickly Hex hold a special place in my heart because they were one of the first bands I ever interviewed and photographed, so it was a pleasure to sit down with them again. They were one of the first people to welcome me into the Fort Collins music scene, and they have taken me under their wing on multiple occasions, and educated me on the importance of the DIY community. They are a large reason why I care so much about this community, and I take on projects like this podcast. The Sickly Hex are truly rhizomatic. Thank you so much for everything. I'd also like to thank my producer, Matt Guzmarati, for helping me create this series. Thank you to KCSU, and a huge thank you to you for the continued support of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indoors. You are listening to Time For You by The Sickly Hex. 
I hope you enjoy and have a great day. Sing